I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Your Utah Jazz have made the trip to Central Florida for the second half of their six-game road trip. As tonight, the Jazz face off with the Orlando Magic for the second time this year. Lobs to Lowry. Right-hand hammer. Oh, my, Lowry Markin. How do you do plus the foul? Team 49 had a hard-fought battle with the Mavericks on Tuesday but fell four points shy. Tonight, the Jazz have a task of stopping the leading candidate for Rookie of the Year, Paulo Boncaro. Can the Jazz regain their magic and stop the backward slide in the standings by defeating Orlando tonight? Take note, Jazz fans, it's time for tip-off as rookie Walker Kessler and the Utah Jazz take on rookie Paulo Boncaro and the Orlando Magic next on Jazz Basketball. It's the nonstop NBA, and tip-off is now. David, I'm looking for the corner three tonight. <laughs> I want to see who, <laughs> who's right here. You're fight about the corner three. <laughs> You're hysterical. All right, we're having fun already. Left side corner three from Ochai Abaji's up and in. Ron Moon tried to tell me the corner three, corner three is not an efficient <laughs> shot. It's the second most efficient shot in the NBA. I gave him the numbers, and then he told me they weren't true. Three nothing Utah. Here's Mark Gary Harris coming off an injury. He fires the above the break three. It's no good. Bringing it up for the Jazz. Rod Boo, David Locke, we have fun every night. We hope you join us. Hope you're enjoying the drive home. We're underway here in Orlando. Jazz in the spotlight yellow uniforms. Taylor Norton Tucker out of Iowa State. And we got an illegal defense on the Magic. Neat floor here. Parquet-style floor. And then the paint is black with this kind of neat almost netting it looks like I think that's what's supposed to be is a basketball netting of gray outline as Lowry Markman stands behind the white line on the almost what is the color of this floor anybody got the what they what they were it's not it's almost a grayish brown gray beige yeah beige magic are in black uniforms with white lettering and the Jazz in their yellow. 4 nothing after Markin and makes the free throw. Horton Tucker finds Markin and on the curl. Tight to the lane. Gets to the rim. Lays it up and in. 
That's the most efficient shot in the league. We can agree on that. 66% this year. The league is at the rim, which is higher than it's been by three percentage points. Here's Ben Carroll driving on Kessler and swatted. Rookie on rookie crime on the first play for the Magic. The Jazz turn it over, going back the other way. Harris penetrates and tra- steps out of bounds. Ben Carroll challenges Kessler, and Kessler eradicates it at the rim right away to start the night. And, and he walks over toward the bench, and he's, he looked at the bench for about 10 steps before going to the other end of the floor. He being Kessler did? Yes. He liked that. Walker back after illness. Left side of Aji. Drives the lane. High pass to Horton Tucker. Rotates to Marketing. Marketing puts it on the deck. Penetrates to the corner of Aji. Back up top to Olenek. Kelly holds. Good ball moved by the Jazz. Three on the clock now. Kelly's got to do something. He fades away with a three. It's an air ball. Well, that was one of those meals. We're going to go to food references right away. I'm just going food right away. You're all driving home. Hopefully from a good Thursday at work. That's like where you got the beautiful food, but it, someone put too much salt in it. It just tastes bad. We did everything beautiful on that, except for the fact that we threw up an air ball. 6 nothing. Wagner initiates. He's big. 6-8. Talk to Bancaro. 6-10. A lot of their ball handlers are big. Franz comes off a pick from his brother. Isn't that cool? Driving. Coming to the lane. And eradicated again by Walker Kessler. Walker, two blocks already tonight. Kessler at 13 points. A couple of fouls the last time these two teams met. So And a, and a plethora of block shots against a team that doesn't shoot the three well. This team likes to get to the rim. And Walker has taken Wagner and Bancaro and added them to his list. Pass down low, Mo Wagner. Right corner three for Gary Harris. <laughs> Right corner three is good. Such a low percentage. (laughs) What are you talking about? 39% of all corner threes go in this year in the NBA. 6-3. Thanks for joining me and Ron. Here's Taylor Norton Tucker. Rotates to a Linux. Comes off a market and pick. Lowry pops for an above the break three. It's perfect. Such a great percentage shot. (laughs) (laughs) We're like an old couple out on the road for a long time. We got to make it through Miami. We didn't see each other for the last 36 hours. Ron was busy. Here's Ben Carroll driving, spinning, pulls from eight, misses. He's really been struggling since February. A little better the last three games, but shooting 39% since February 1st. Olenek throws the pass behind Marketing. He just decides I might as well fire it, misses. That was a pure heat check right there. 9-3 Utah. Markel Fultz, number one pick out of Washington, drives the lane, kicks to the corner to Harris, the veteran, driving on marketing, bounces to Mo Wagner, goes to dunk, and oh my goodness, Walker Kessler got another one! Rebuked by Kessler, transition, Horton Tucker, three, no good. Walker has three dynamic blocks to open up the game. And Paulo Boncaro drives and turns it over, getting Kessler with an elbow in the face in the process. Walker Kessler has had three minutes of defense that you rarely see. Dikembe Mutombo, Akeem Olajuwon, Mark Eaton-esque defense, Rudy Gobert-esque defense. Olenek, deep three from the timeline is good. And the Jazz lead at 12-3. And Jamal Mosley needs a timeout. And Walker Kessler who has blocked over 100 players already in his NBA career, just put Paulo Boncaro, Franz Wagner, and Mo Wagner trying to dunk on his list. What a start from the kid from Georgia. Timeout on the floor. It's the Jazz 12 in Orlando 3, 8.32 left here in the first quarter. 
Coach's Sound Flash. As naturally gifted a shot blocker and rim protector that I've been around, he does it with both hands. I think I've, I've said that multiple times this year. He just doesn't reach across his body, and it keeps him out of fouling unnecessarily. Uh, understanding how when we get to the paint, we're able to spray it out because he is going to be there protecting the rim. Also not afraid to challenge him at the rim, uh, but being able to recognize where he is in different coverages. So being able to kick it out for those knockdown threes and then continue the drive and kick game for us. And Walker Kessler, the focus of our coaches' sound flash, brought to you by Newskin. Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at Newskin. Right side, Horton Tucker, three rims it, no good. Rebound, Wagner, Mo. Left side, Markel Fultz just scored a moment ago for the Magic. It's 12-5 Utah. Here's Ben Carroll, guarded by Kessler. Puts it on the deck. Brings it out to the wing, marking and switches to him. Now to Franz Wagner, guarded by Kessler. Driving to the rack, high arcing right-hander off the glass, no good. High Walker's arcing. a top four defender inside six feet in the NBA. Here's Horton Tucker, spinning, attacking. Bounce pass down low, Kessler catches, gets it stripped away off his leg. Rolls out and picked up by Wagner. Wagner with a left-hand drive to the rim, marking and back. He misses, rebound Kessler. Jazz defending the rim beautifully in transition there. 12-5 Utah. Gordon Tucker to the front side with his shorts long and his leggings up underneath. Drives the lane, throws it out of bounds. Got caught in the air, nowhere to go. There are the NBA charts how big guys defend inside six feet. So far this year in his rookie year, the guys who defend at least five shots a night inside six feet, Walker Kessler is the fourth best in the NBA. Here are the guys ahead of him. You ready? Yeah. Giannis Adetokounmpo. He's won Defensive Player of the Year. Draymond Green, he's won Defensive Player of the Year. And Jaron Jackson Jr., who is likely to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Driving to the basket and putting it up and in is Franz Wagner over Kessler. So they're now one of six when Kessler's defending at the rim tonight. It's an incredible group for Walker to be in. And frankly, Fontecchio in the game for the first time. Top to... Olenek drives, bounces off the defender. That's a blocking foul on Wagner, and the basket goes. Kelly will get free throws. And, Ron, I don't, like, we'll hear from Will more on this, but I think Walker's doing this on instinct right now, not on knowledge. And as he plays longer, he will gain knowledge, which I think means he gets only better at what we're talking about. But right now, it's pure instinct. He does not... Still at this stage of his career, totally understand the game. Uh, understands the game or understands his opponents. Because right, that's a good point. From year to year, you learn opponents' weaknesses, their strong points, tendencies, that type of thing, to the point where before a ball game, you're mentally prepared and, and ready for that. Free throw by Kelly Olenek is good to complete the three-point play. Now, Kelly Olenek did not play against Orlando Magic the last time these two teams met. So the Jazz front line is just as big as theirs. 15-7. Van Carroll's got Kessler switch. Pulls from 15 feet, hits it. Follow Van Carroll. Right side, Fontecchio. Top by the Magic Ball logo. Sparkling through Magic Kingdom to Horton Tucker. Right-hand floater in the lane is good. Just to give you an idea of those, and by the way, Giannis has fallen off that list, and now Walker's third. Here's a beautiful drive by Carroll Beats Kessler with a fake left, goes right to the rim and dunks it. 
So now the magic of adjusted by getting Van Caro isolated on Kessler in space. Out on the floor to the point where he can beat him off the dribble. Gordon Tucker gives to Olenek. Left corner, Abaji. Three is good. That's the corner that I think is more dangerous than the, than the other corner. Because right-handers shoot better from the left side. Yes. That is probably the true. inside for the floor, not for the baseline. Von Carroll running the pick and roll again. Run misses. Saved by the rebound by Fultz. Rolls through the lane. Nobody gets it until Cole Anthony does. Anthony was hair down below his shoulders. Gives it off to Mo Wagner. Driving Horton Tucker. Rips the ball, but a thousand first. Here are the numbers just to finish, wrap that whole Walker-Kessler at Admiration Society up. So this year, Jaron Jackson Jr. is defending 6.5 shots a game at the rim. Opponents shoot, or within six feet. Opponents shoot 14 percentage points below league average. Draymond Green is next at 13.8. And then Walker-Kessler is next at 12.5. So opponents shoot 12.5 percentage points below League average when Walker Kessler is the closest defender inside six feet. It's a basket a game. It's two points. Really, is what it gets down to. Two points a lot. All right, 20 to 13 here, as both free throws were good by Wagner. Mo and Franz, both out of Michigan, both out of Germany, both out of the same house. Horton Tucker driving on the diminutive Anthony. Gets in the lane, finds a Linux, another corner three. No good. Jazz had really been struggling with the corner three before tonight. But they've hit some early. Here's Cole Anthony. Pull up Jay, no good. Rebound back tapped out. Back to Anthony. Left side Harris to Fultz. Not a three-point shooter. Driving on Kessler. Fades back, misses the jumper. Rebound Horton Tucker. Talon comes out of traffic with a seven-point lead and a right-hand dribble. Attacking, shoulder down, in the lane, off-balance, high-arcing right-hander. Goes over Magic Mountain and in. 22-13. Van Carroll isolated again. Kessler again. Driving. Bounces in traffic and a foul on Fontecchio. Utah Jazz, since the trade deadline, have struggled offensively since the trade of Conley... Beasley, Vanderbilt, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. The Jazz went from being the fourth best offensive team in the league to the 22nd ranked offensive team in the league. So the Jazz just substituted four players. Got 4.23 left here in the quarter. Chris Dunn in the ballgame. Damian Jones in the ballgame. Rudy Gay into the ballgame. Abaji stays in. Abaji stays in and Fontecchio in the ballgame. Here's Bancaro driving on Jones, guarding in space as he did so well the other night. Super defense again. Damian Jones was a stalwart the other night in space against Luca. Fontecchio takes a dribble to his right, sets his feet, lets it fly, back rim. Rebound all the way out above the circle to Dunn. Back to Fontecchio, left hand drive to the rim. He soars with two hands and hammers. Simone Fontecchio dunks. Jamal Mosley's seen enough twice today to call timeout. It's the Jazz 24 and the Magic 13. 3.58 left in the first quarter in Orlando. Players sound flash.
keep focused, stay level-headed. I mean, don't get too high, too low. You know, we got to keep moving forward. Like I said, we got a shot to, to make the playoffs and just keep these guys excited to play, focused, and together because we got, I mean, we can do something here and you know, that's what it's all about. Huge. Uh, again, you know, we're trying to get in that playing game, so uh, we understand the stakes at hand and we understand what we have to do and we're just taking it one game at a time and tonight is, is very important, especially coming off of two losses and, you know, we want to protect home court and, and, like you said, get ready to move stuff in the right direction. Markel Fultz, Kelly Olenek, two Northwest products from college. And our sound player sound flash brought to you by Vivid. Smart security, professionally installed. If you're joining us at the drive home, hope you had a good work. If you're up in Farmington, sorry for the traffic you're sitting in right now. It's 24-13, Jazz by 11 here in the early goings. Gogo Bagazi in the game for the first time. They picked him up from Indiana who drafted him in the first round. And Franz Wagner, their leading scorer, along with Paulo Boncaro, takes it into the middle of the lane and floats it up and in. Here's Chris Dunn. He's been really terrific for the Jazz on a second 10-day contract. High left, Rudy Gay. Thinks about the lob to Jones, instead to Abaji. Swings to Dunn. Back to Abaji. Ball fakes a three. Left-hand dribble in the lane. Hangs high off the window. No. Rebound comes down to the diminutive Cole Anthony, his father, Greg. Familiar broadcaster and former NBA player. Anthony loses the dribble. Comes back to get it. Here's Suggs out of Gonzaga. Gives to Bull Bull. Driving. Flares back to Suggs. Suggs played at Gonzaga. Great March Madness story. Guarded by Rudy Gay. In and out dribble. In the lane. Floats the right-hander up. No good. Rebound flipped around. Rebound comes down to Gay. Jazz have it. Leading by nine. Rudy to the front court. Oh, he'll launch on a walk-up three. It'll swirl out. And rebound to Bull Bull. The lanky seven-footer weighing no more than 200 pounds. Goes between his legs with a dribble. Flares to the wing. It's knocked away by Fontecchio out of bounds. Lowry and checks in. Ochai Abaji goes out. Ochai, six points in his six minutes to start tonight. He's leading the Jazz. Well, really Kelly and Lowry also have six. You know what? Ball, ball. Weighs 220 pounds at seven foot Not two. Not a chance. <laughs> 210? I went with 200 a moment about ago. 200. Okay. Right side sucks. Driving to the rack. Gets caught in the air. Throws inside traffic. Balls down on the ground. Squirts out. Here comes Dunn. Bursting into the front court for the Jazz. Underhand scoop to Gay. One power dribble over the defender. That's an offensive foul on Rudy Gay. Utah Jazz play-by-play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Fifth turnover on the Magic. 24 to 15. Excuse me, fifth turnover on the Jazz. We have a tendency to turn it over a little bit. In fact... Since the trade, we rank 30th in the NBA. Don't ask me how many teams there are. Cole Anthony had a brilliant game against the Jazz. Blows by Rudy Gay. Gets to the lane. Rudy Gay goes up with him. Blocks the shot. Jazz come out with it. Fontecchio on the run. Gets bumped. And a nice pass by Chris Dunn. Maybe even a late goaltend by Bull Bull. Now that was a clean block there. And, and you could just see that materializing. And knowing that Fontecchio was going to go all the way to the basket. Just enough to slow him up was Suggs to get the shot block. All right, Ron, let's talk Bull Bull for a second. Okay. Here's my really, really important question I have about Bull Bull. His father was Manu Bull, 7'6", played in the NBA for one Correct. So let's first thing to be clear is we are broadcasting this from Lakeland, Florida. Okay, we're not close tonight. We're not the furthest away we are any night all year. Bull Bull's shorts to me look particularly short. Do you think they're particularly short, or is he particularly long? And if I put on those shorts, would they go to my ankles? Probably your knees, though. Okay. All the way down. Yeah, all the way down. 
I mean, it would definitely go to my knees. There's no question. But, like, is he into, like, the Vogue, like, six-inch short now instead of, the, like, a few years ago where we were all wearing, like, nine to ten-inch shorts and Bull Bull's just, like, really hip? I think what's more, if you look at him, you look at his knees. I mean, they're, like, his knees are, are bigger than his, right. his thighs. Maybe. Yes, that's you know? true. Right. Here's Wagner. Franz averages 19 a game. He's their leading scorer on the floor. That's where they'll run everything through. He drives on Markin, spins back, Markin and right with him. Underhand corkscrew layup on the reverse side is good. That was nifty. Great defense from Lowry and Wagner answers. Lowry, high pick and roll. Top to Gay. 26-17. Rudy gets to the elbow. He's been feeling it recently. He's not feeling it tonight. Missed that one. Rudy's been shooting much better. I think that's his best shot right there. Suggs driving at Fontecchio, gets to the rim and scores it. Back to back. Baskets for the Magic. Jazz push ahead. Lowry breaking the 45 to the rack. Met by a lot of resistance at the rim. They block the shot. Bull, bull. Baseball outlet to Suggs. Behind the back to Bakazi. Left side. Wagner for three. Crowd on their feet. Ball swirls out. Rebound comes down to Jones. Chris Dunn to the front court. Chess it to Fontecchio. Left corner. Lowry attacking again. Slides by Bull, bull too hard with a shot and the rebound out of bounds. Jazz pushing there. 26-19 is the score. Cole Anthony, he and RJ Hampton stunned the Jazz last year, beating him here. Goga, top to Anthony. Not a great three-point shooter, but he hits. But frankly, the Magic don't have great three-point shooters. Their best three-point shooter is a kid named Houston who comes off the bench, then Franz Wagner, and then Cole Anthony who only makes 34%. He's their third best three-point shooter. 9-2 magic run. 26-22. Chris Dunn with it. Cole Anthony picking up half court. Dunn comes off to the right with a stutter step dribble. Still holding. Drives. Kicks to the three. Damian Jones for three. It's good. Boy, he can make those in the game, but he can't make them in practice. Huh? Shoot around the other day. They, Will Hardy told him if he made a three, we could end practice. Missed, missed the first one. They throw it back to him for another same, ran the same play again, missed it again, ran the same play again, missed it again. Fourth time with that, like nervousness in the building. He pumped fake, drove the lane, and packed it to end practice. 29-22. Wagner, step back three, good. I like his game. Yeah, he's fabulous. He's their best player. Ben Carroll may become their best player, but he's their best player right now. Here's Lowry. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Goes to work. Jumps through the lane. Kicks to Fontecchio. Wide open three at the horn. No good and an offensive foul on the Jazz. Won't go down as a miss for Simone. They'll wipe it off first. Jazz lead is down to four. Was as much as nine. They've led the whole way. Wagner catch, turnaround jumper. It's good from three on the right side. My goodness. Baseball outlet to the right corner. Wagner turnaround jumper from the right side with Markin and flying at him. It didn't seem like it had any chance, and it nuzzled itself right down the middle. What a shot. Franz Wagner with a monster first quarter gives the magic... The lead, a 15 to 5, gives them, brings the Magic to within one. Vox and a 15 to 5 run by the Jazz, by the Magic to close. 29 28 at the end of one here in Orlando.
Hans Wagner, 12 points in the first quarter, brings the Magic back. 29-28. Jazz lead it by one. Jazz led by as many as nine. Jazz come out with Dunn, Gay, Juzang, Markinen, and Damian Jones. Magic. Fonz Wagner, Jalen Suds, former fifth pick in the draft. Wagner crossing over on Markinen, pulls up, misses. Long rebound, Gay. Rudy will bring it out himself. Top to Damian Jones. Played his college ball at Vanderbilt. Originally drafted by the Warriors. To Dunn, lob to Jones, slam dunk. You know, Ron, if you look at Damian Jones, at the end of last year when no one was paying attention, as Wagner goes the length of the court, wide open layup, and he missed the bunny. Left corner, marketed. Fires the corner three, missed it. Rebound, gay, no look pass. Back to marketing, goes to Duncan. Gets blocked in the rim by Goga. Bull, bull, fast break, high pass to Suggs. Tight ropes the end line. Drives the baseline. Gets to the rim, lays it up and in. 31-30. Jazz by one, Jalen Suggs. He really shook Chris Dunn out of his shoes there. Suggs is interesting because his opening two years of shooting in the league are really disturbing if you're a Magic fan. But the skills are all there. Rudy Gay tries to drive and Cole Anthony reaches in. So we've seen Damian Jones today of the Jazz, the six-foot-11 center they acquired on trade deadline. Hit a three and make a two-pointer. And Ron Boone, how about this? Last year at the end of the year, he suddenly starts... The final eight games of the nine games of the year for the Sacramento Kings last year. What do you think he might have averaged in those nine games as a starting center for the Sacramento Kings? 12 and 8. 17 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 blocks while shooting 73%. What? Yeah. So I say what? That's your LHM stat of the night. Larry H. Miller Auto Sales Service Selection, LHMauto.com. Split free throws there by the Jazz. And here comes Franz Wagner right side. Averages 19 a night. Up to Suggs. Not a good shooter yet in his career. Shoots the three and misses. And the rebound to Juzenk. An outlet pass gets knocked away. So what does that tell you, Ron? Nine games at the end of the season, it doesn't really tell you anything? Or, wait a sec, there's something in there for nine games this guy can do that. Well... I think it is, but you're looking at a guy that's an undersized center. Chris Dunn finds Rudy Gay, right corner three, no good. Jazz getting the corner threes. Here's Suggs driving. Dunn reaches in and fouls. I mean, he's 6'11". Does he play big enough? Perimeter game is not there, but it does tell you that he should be in him. It does tell you that he should probably be in someone's rotation there as well. Signed on the very first day of free agency with the Lakers, and then they never played him. 32-30, Jazz by two. Here's Franz Wagner. Takes a step to his right for the lead on a three. No good. Suggs rebounds. Powers up. Gets it in traffic, and he's fouled. You can see that. So let's have the Jalen Suggs conversation while we're at it. 32-30, Utah by two. And Suggs goes to the line. The former pick... Fifth pick of the NBA draft. Hit that miraculous shot for Gonzaga going length of the court. 6-4-205 out of Minnesota. Former high school quarterback. Has the vision. Reminded people of Jason Kidd. All those things. Ron, are you ready for this? 
in 89 games in the NBA, because he only played 48 last year, he's only played 41 this year, he is shooting 38% from the field, 25% from three. You throw that in. You throw that into the stat head basketball reference page, you cannot find a player in NBA history who has shot those numbers that went on to have a productive NBA career. The only good shooting, I mean, 89% from the free throw line. Which should mean it turns around, right? That cross-court pass by Markin and stolen by Suggs. Suggs goes to the rack and lays it up and in, and he's a great defensive player. He's got all the instincts. He's got the body. He's got everything that makes you believe. And then you got those two lingering numbers, and he's just shown you his strengths here recently. Jalen Suggs leading the Magic back, the former fifth pick of the draft, 33-32. Might have turned a little bit of an ankle as he went up for that shot right there. Magic have gained the lead, 9.46 left in the second quarter here in Orlando. Let's go back into history. This year is Team 49 before Team 49. What happened on this day in Utah Jazz history? Let's go back to 1997. Carl Malone became the fifth player in NBA history to reach 25,000 points and 10,000 rebounds in his career in a 115-106 win over Minnesota. Here's former Utah Jazz head coach Frank Layden on where he thinks Malone stacks up among the greatest power forwards. I don't know. I think he's the greatest power forward. I I know there'd be an argument about that, but he certainly is going to be in any argument you make about it. He was that good. Always great to hear Frank. Johnny Juzang takes a three from the top of the circle and buries it to give the Jazz 35-33 lead. That's brought to you by Smith's. Go on a savings run with Smith's Boost membership. You'll enjoy double fuel points, free delivery, and more. Visit smithsfooddrug.com slash boost for details. Smith's, official grocery store of the Utah Jazz. Left block. Goga is fouled by Juzang. That's a bit of a mismatch there. Well, we ended up having the switch on that play and... and a 6-11 and a 6-5 player. Goga was originally drafted by Indiana and a really surprise pick. They already had Sabonis and Turner at the time. Penetrating the lane is Suggs. Jones meets him at the top, blocks the shot. Here comes Markin and coast to coast. Bull, Bull relents. Markin and lays it up and in. Keeps going at him. He's had two shots blocked going to the rim. True enough, he was trying to dunk both of those, but this time he just followed his way to the basket. Well, Anthony's three on the left wing, no good. Not a good three-point shooting team. Here's Martin. Lowry driving hard, gets it knocked away, picked it back up and dunks it. And Lowry Markin's now got 10 points on the night. 7-0 run by the Jazz. 39-33. Penetrating. Suggs again, and he floats up. A right-hander off a left-hand drive through the lane and draws the foul and finishes. So that switch needs to be a little earlier. I think they're a little confused if they're going to switch or not. You got to make up your mind you're going to switch. You got to get topside a little bit so he doesn't go downhill on you. Jalen Suggs having a nice quarter. Nine points. A rebound and an assist. Suggs. Tim Lacombe might be having flashbacks back in the studio. His single year at Gonzaga, he averaged 14 points, five rebounds, five assists. Shot 50% for the floor, but not great from three then either, just 33%. 
39-36, Jazz by three. Alinek isolated on the skinny Bull Bull. Top to Markin. They get the switch. Bull Bull trying to defend. Markin brings him out. Now drives with the right hand, kicks it off his dribbles off his foot, kicks it right off the chin of Anthony, back to Markinen, who gives to Cole to Horton Tucker, driving on Cole Anthony, and he misses the shot. Boy, Cole Anthony really was a the beating ram there. Left side, Wagner three, no good rebound up over the glass. Wagner loves a step back jumper. Every one of his jumpers tonight has been a step back. Why can't guys just shoot? I mean, he had an excellent chance just to shoot it then, but it's more of a rhythm shot, I think, yeah. for some guy. They're playing bowl bowl along with Goga Batazzi, who's 6'11", 250. Kind of a unique lineup here. Bowl bowl is guard, trying to guard Ochai Abaji off picks right now as Markinen sits down. Where do the Jazz get their scoring right now? Without Sexton, without Clarkson, and Markinen on the bench. Right side of Linux. Driving at Suggs, shoves off, Gonzaga on Gonzaga. Pass down low, Kessler gets it, puts up the hook shot off the glass and in. Horton Tucker with Juzang, Abaji, Alinek, and Kessler. Cole Anthony. Left side. Played at North Carolina. Gives to Suggs on the wing. Suggs guarded by Kessler. Drives into his body, shoves him off, fades back with a jumper and hits. Jalen Suggs playing brilliantly. Fun to see. All indications are a wonderful kid out of Minnesota. Season high, 26. Foul here on by Suggs as he fouls Kelly Olenek. That's his first foul. Suggs, rookie year, got derailed by injuries. Only played 48 games. Pass to the wing to Horton Tucker. Free throw line extended. Tries an in and out right hand dribble. Forgot the ball. Recovers it. Now swings up top to Olenek. Rotates Juzang. Contested three. No good with five on the shot clock. Rebound Wagner. Jazz by three. 41-38. Bancaro and Franz Wagner back on the floor. Those are their two leading scorers. Down low to Mo Wagner. Blocked by Olenek. Pulled out by Kessler. Outlet Horton Tucker. Attacking Anthony. Spins to his right hand. Gets caught in the air and he's fouled. You know, normally you would think that he's going to shoot that. I mean, we've seen him put himself, his body in awkward positions and still shoot the basketball. But his back was through him this time. Yes. <laughs> that has not always stopped Taylor from taking that shot, Rob. Uh, absolutely. That's the point I'm making. But the officials saw a difference. No vision to the basket does not preclude shots from going up all the time. Gary Harris checks back in. Suggs checks out. That's got to be one of the more encouraging stints. Suggs has shown some signs maybe recently. 43% shooting and 38% from the field since February 1st. Olenek, top to Abaji. Coming off a tough night the other night. Misses this one far left. 2 of 11 for Ochai the other night. 2 for 3 now. Tonight, here's Boncaro on Ochai. Drives hard to the rack. Duke on Kansas. And Boncaro gets to the rim and lays it up and in. I think I said earlier that Duke won the national championship with Ben Carroll. I was obviously wrong on that when I said it. As Ochai Abaji and the Kansas Jayhawks won that game 69-60. Is that the right number? 
Saints? I'll have to check that. I think it was six. We'll see. I'll have to check that score. Thought I had it. Tied at 41. 621 left here. Alinek swings a tough pass to Fontecchio, resets Alinek, hard left-hand drive into the black paint, fakes the pass to the left, passes out to the wing to Horton Tucker, penetrating the lane, back to the basket, he corkscrews the layup up and in. As we said, seeing the basket does not seem to be a prerequisite for shooting for Taylor Horton Tucker, nor is it a prerequisite for making. Fultz, back to Bancaro, two Seattle products, both number one picks. Ben Carroll bumping, backing in the lane. Horton Tucker's long reach knocks it away and steals it. Here's Taylor in the lane. Kicks to the corner. Abaji pump fake. Sets his feet. Let's it fly. Misses. Kessler offensive rebound. Brings it down. Gets it knocked out of bounds off Kessler. Jazz two-point advantage with 5.32 left in the second. Left corner, Gary Harris. The veteran, top to Fultz, doesn't like the three. Jazz back off. Kessler guarding a pull-up jumper at the free throw line. We're tied at 43. Good one here. Fun, entertaining, well played. Horton Tucker working. Left baseline, tough fadeaway. Rim no good. Abaji goes up high for the dunk through three guys, and the ball pins... Between the glass and the rim, but Ojai Abaji came off a trampoline right there. And this is going to be a jump ball. I jump ball in the middle. Couldn't really tell what happened there. Just Abaji just, I guess, keeps hurting himself, grabs the rim, and stays up there. But Ojai, we see it every now and then in practice. And before games, this incredible bounce. There it was. Kessler and Mo Wagner will jump it up. Double tap by Kessler back to Horton Tucker. 43 all, five minutes to play, second quarter. Jazz at 46%, Magic at 44. Fontecchio, top left elbow jumper, good on the move. Simone, first, second field goal, three attempts. That is first start the other night. Franz Wagner terminates. Top to Boncaro. Bullets to the corner to Fultz. Shoots the three. Good. Markel Fultz. Markel's been playing very well recently, averaging about 15 points a game over the last five. And shooting upwards of 59%. Is that like five years? Is that the Magic's first lead tonight? Nope. No. They lead by one, which equals their largest lead. Gordon Tucker in the lane. Right-hand floater up and in. Taylor's got eight. Markin has got 13 to lead the Jazz. Wagner's got 12 fronds for the Magic. Here's Ben Carroll right side on Fontecchio. Gives it inside to Mo Wagner. Pump fakes. Hands off to Fultz. Clears a little space. Kessler blasts him. That's a foul. I think the Jazz might have Walker Kessler guarding Markel Fultz right now as really one of the things that... Will Hardy talked about tonight before the game in how you're going to try to stretch out Walker defensively and make him do new things in different assignments. Up to this point, they've really, as Will shared with us, 
giving him one thing to do and one thing to do only defensively, which is kind of drop big and protect the rim. And as Will said, make sure he has a fastball. But in the next 15 to 20, 15 games to close the year, they want to give him different things and let him feel different types of defenses so that he, they can eventually, you know, build an elite defense around him. And then the other thing here is, is Fultz is not supposed to be or not created to be a very good perimeter shooter. Which is so, why you would put Walker Kessler on him. And so you back off of him and keep Walker Kessler a little closer to the basket. Good point. 48-47. Jazz with it. Abaji on the right wing trying to play handoff with Fontecchio, but Simone sprints down the back baseline on a back cut and the pass was already thrown so it meekly goes out of bounds and there's that one-handed pass that here's Fultz going. guarded by Kessler into the lane flares it out to Suggs Suggs gets marked on a switch back to the corner to Fultz driving on Kessler in the lane bounces off to Wagner in there a layup from O Wagner as Kessler tried to come over in time this is an interesting the Jazz really working things here using the final 17 games of the season for development and this is one of those times right now high double stagger for marketing driving to the rack in an offensive foul that's that's another one ron like giving lowry marketing the ball and a double stagger pick and rolls new so yeah. jazz working a lot of different things here is trying to develop new things new aspects and will hardy's going to challenge this well, lowry see. marketing with the offensive foul and will hardy's going to challenge this call. And you see it so often where players just not really stable and guys just put that shoulder into them and drive them away from the basket. Time out on the floor. 321 left in the second. Jazz challenging and trailing the Magic by three. 50 to 47. This is a Utah Jazz play for more player profile. Plus the foul. Will Trubshaw here with your play for more Jazz player profile. Damian Jones certainly didn't take it easy on himself, studying engineering at Vanderbilt. But just like everybody else, he had to deal with those pesky weed-out classes. The hardest part of being an engineering major definitely was the first few weed-out classes, you know, chemistry, single variable calculus. You would think, like, some easy men, you know, they make that harder, like, the later man class are easier than the first class. I don't understand, you know, that's what it is. That is... Play for more. Player Spotlight brought to you by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. WCF Insurance. Lowry Markkinen challenge was deemed successful and they overturn the call. So it's a bucket for Markkinen. He makes the free throw and the Jazz tie the game at 50. Gary Harris penetrates the lane. Comes in. Runs into 40. 24 Walker Kessler. Drags a foot and that's a challenge. Excuse me. That's a travel. Jazz have won their challenge, but they don't get another one. That may be the earliest challenge Will Hardy's had all season. Horton Tucker, they go under the pick. He'll shoot the three. He'll hit it. That's nice for Taylor. Since the trade, Taylor Horton Tucker's had to expand his role and play point guard. He's done a nice job with it. I'll tell you what, before tonight, he's made seven of his last 16 three-point shots here, so that's improving here as well. He figures that out. That changes his game dramatically. Foul on Horton Tucker is cutting through the lane was Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner, for those of us in the media that covered him when he was came on his rookie visit or his, you know, rookie tri- uh, workout, might have been the most humorous, engaging, polite, enjoyable 
college kid to ever come through Salt Lake City on a draft workout. So, boy, that's... I thought that Kessler was probably the... I mean, of the same ilk, right? Yes. But I... I don't think we got a chance to interview Walker. I don't think we didn't have a draft pick, so we didn't bring him through on that because he was drafted by Minnesota. Wagner, Moe, splits the free throws. 53-51, Utah. Full court pressure against Taylor, so he gives it off to Lennon. Kelly playing point guard, like he likes to tell you. Right side, Martin, driving on Bancaro, down the baseline, kicks to the corner of Bosch. He rotates up to Taylor. Right-hand drive, behind the back dribble, fading back from 16 off the left foot, no good. Long rebound to Markin and above the circle. Right corner, Baji. Suggs defending, who's thought to be a great defender. Back up to Olenek, eight on the clock. Working two-man game with Markin, flares to Lowry. Fultz deep into his right hip. Lowry tries to free himself, tough turnaround three. No, Kessler takes the rebound and packs it home. 55-51. Cutting through the lane. Mo Wagner gets it from Fultz for an easy layup after the Jazz score. Jazz have allowed the most transition of any team in the NBA off made baskets this year. Horton Tucker attacking, takes a lot of contact from Bencaro, puts it out the glass, finishes and the foul. Playing a little bit fast there, a little faster anyway. They've got a chance to get the one-on-one for Tucker. He gets into the into the into the paint. 59-53, Jazz regain lead. Utah Jazz most valuable educators presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 14 MBEs. Each one will receive a visit from a Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant. Personalized jersey and tickets to watch a Jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com slash MBE to nominate your favorite educator right now. By the way, that ends March 17th, so please do it now. Jazz go back up by five. That's their largest lead of the second quarter. Horton Tucker's got 10 in the quarter for the Jazz. Harris driving, tries to go reverse side on Markkinen. No good. Rebound Kessler. Walker opened the game with three straight blocks. Horton Tucker throws the lob. Markkinen defended tightly by Boncaro as he goes up to the rim. Catches fouled. Can't finish as Boncaro put his right shoulder into the chest of Markkinen. That was a tough catch by Lowry. It looked like a wide receiver running a down-and-out route, and the pass is thrown because Van Carroll, he didn't see it coming. And then all of a sudden, the ball is there, and it's a fouling marketer. Lowry will go to the line, 13 points. Here's what Will Hardy said before the game about how Lowry has developed more skills. He's grown tremendously just from like a skill set standpoint. Early in the season, we tried to make really make it a point that almost all of his catches were on the move where he already had momentum. And now we're trying to put him in some spots where sometimes he's catching the ball at a standstill. Then you have to create your own momentum. And to do that as a taller player, he does have to get really low. He works on it every day. He's had some moments like that where it hasn't gone his way. And sometimes the game is the best teacher. Having some failure in there is not always bad. And he's tried to learn from those moments. And I think he's really improved. Gary Harris off a pin down, rattles a three home off Markin and Spade free throws. That puts an end to an 11-3 Jazz run. 60-56, to 56. Will Hardy, nice comments there about Lowry. Lowry coming to get it, trying to get it on the move. Can't, here's Horton Tucker. 
Work in the lane, stops, holds the pivot foot, flares it out to the corner. Bashi climbs to the third floor to catch, and then travels. Orlando, for a team that is, I guess they're not terrible defensively. They're 17th in the league, 25th in the half court. They do get Indian. They play with a pretty high level of pressure. Harris, same shot as a moment ago. This time it pops out. Kessler, rebound, outlet to Horton Tucker, lob to Abaji, slam dunk. Well, what a pass. And just the idea you catch and you look down the floor first. Taylor's third assist, Abaji with the jam. Ben Carroll, step back three, no good. Rebound marking it. Horton Tucker with 26 seconds left in the quarter and the Jazz leading by six. Taylor, double stagger. Suggs pops out on him. Horton Tucker drives the lane, little out of control. Bounces to Lowry, corner three. Rattled out, Kessler one-hand rebound, being left hand being held. He puts it up and in. Whistle and a foul by Justin Van Dyke will be before, Justin Van Dyne, excuse me, will be before the basket. So it'll be... Free throws. Excuse me, it's not 2.3, it's 12.3 seconds left, I think. I might. I don't know if I said that out loud or not. But in my brain, I registered 2.3. It was actually 12.3. Two shots. So here's Kessler at the line. He's been shooting 52% recently from the free throw line. He makes this one. Walker opened the game with blocks on Bancaro on the second play. Third play of the game, he got Franz Wagner about the fifth play of the game. He got Mo Wagner on a dunk. It was awesome. You are still at work. Just starting your drive home now. Thanks for joining us. Walker makes both free throws. Jazz lead is eight. 11 seconds left. Wagner hit a three to end the first quarter. Has it here. Gets Kessler switched on him. Drives to the lane. Blocked shot by Kessler again or an air ball by Wagner. I'm not sure which. 1.1 seconds left as the ball goes out of bounds off the Magic. They're not giving him a block. Well, look at Kessler. Uh, uh, he wants the ball. Telling Kessler to come up toward the half court. Jazz won't get a shot off. And the half comes to a close. The Jazz, who led by one at the end of one, now lead by eight as we head to the third quarter. 64 56 at the half. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. The players are back on the floor. And he rocks the Cavs The horn is sounded, and the second half is ready to bring more non-stop NBA basketball. That's what Tim lays it up and in. Back to David Locke and the legend, Ron Boone. Utah Jazz looking to break a three-game losing streak. Magic trying to make a late push to the play-in in the Eastern Conference. In the middle of their rebuild, the Jazz lead at 64-56 as we open up the second half. Jazz by eight. Bancaro and Wagner are the two main scorers for the Magic. And here's Boncaro. Pull-up jumper at the elbow is no good. And we got a foul on the rebound. Paulo Boncaro is the number one pick of the draft. He's averaging 20 points and seven rebounds and four assists. And will likely be the rookie of the year. But he has been struggling since February 1st. Shooting just 39% from the field and 12% from three. Just six of his last 50 from three. 
15 minutes and seven points and a minus 16. Not a great first, first half that. for him. Left side, Fultz, former number one pick himself to the rack. High running right-hander up and in. Game started with Walker Kessler blocking three straight shots at the rim. One on Bancaro, one on Franz Wagner, one on Mo Wagner. That was the most impressive. That was an attempted dunk. Gordon Tucker drives, kicks to the corner. Three ball from Abaji as rattles home. Jazz now three of five on corner threes tonight, even though it's not an efficient shot. <laughs> Back to a first half fight between me and Ron. Mo Wagner trailing up the back rim, no good. He's the brother of Franz. Fultz saves it, throws it high in the air. Boncaro above Kessler for the rebound. Loose ball goes to the basket. Charge taken by Horton Tucker. That's the second time tonight that it was a free, free ball. 50-50 ball, and, and the Jazz players just stood around. 67-58. That's International Women's Day yesterday, today, kind of celebrating it here today. They're going to challenge this. It's worth noting that two of the starters on the Orlando Magic, Paulo Boncaro and Gary Harris, mothers, were incredible players. Rhonda Smith-Boncaro is the leading scorer all time at the University of Washington. And Joy Harris, Gary Harris's mom, Joy Holmes, Gary Harris's mom, played in the WNBA for a long time. So shout out to them on International Women's Day. Larry Markkinen's mom played for their national team as well. So throw that one out there. Jazz leading by nine. We've got a timeout. Orlando's challenging this call on Taylor Horton Tucker or the charge taken by Taylor Horton Tucker. We'll see how it comes out when we come back on Jazz Basketball. He's blistering. He's scorching. He's your Utah Jazz hot player of the game. Slams it home. Lowry driving hard. Gets it knocked away. Picked it back up and dunks it. Here comes Markin coast to coast. Bull, bull, relents. Markin lays it up and in. Lowry pops for it above the break three. It's perfect. Markin on the curl. Tight to the lane. Gets to the rim. Lays it up and in. Lowry Markin having another monster day. That's your... Hot player of the night, Lowry with 15, Jazz lead it by 8. Lobbed to the rim by Horton Tucker, and Kessler rocks you like a hurricane. The 16th assist here for the Jazz. 15 here at the half, David, and no one more than four. Like it. Here's Ben Carroll. Left wing, Franz Wagner averages 19 a game. Right hand drive at Horton Tucker. Euro steps to the basket, scores. That's his move. That's his move. He is one of the best Euro steppers in the league in the half court. A lot of guys do it on fast breaks. He can do it in the half court. Here's Horton Tucker, right-hander off the glass and in. He took it at Fultz, put the left shoulder into his chest, rode up him and laid it up and in. Yeah, that off-rhythm shot, we talk about that a lot, where guys are off the wrong foot, and it's an off-rhythm shot that they get off at the rim. Taylor has 16, looks comfortable. Ben Caro driving on a Baji and a foul. Two of them were both in the final four last year. Kansas beating Villanova in the opening semifinal with Duke falling to North Carolina in Coach K's final game. You were talking about David, the all-ladies cast. Yes. ESPN last night, the camera ladies and the whole works. International Women's Day. All great broadcasts as well. You talk to all these guys, they've got some story. Kelly Olenek's mom was the first official scorekeeper, women's scorekeeper in the NBA. Lowry Markin's mom played on the Finnish national team. Ochai's mom played basketball in college, I believe it was basketball. Taylor Horton Tucker's grandmother was such a community 
stalwart that they named the street that they lived on after her after she passed away. Kessler sneaks inside traffic to get a rebound. The Jazz almost gave it up. Now Kessler's trapped in the backcourt, having a hard time. Throws it up to Olenek. Rotates to Markkinen. Attacking the rack. Fouled and finishes Lowry Markkinen. And he pistol shoots it afterwards. Back and forth with a nice little finish there for Lowry. And the Jazz have jumped to an 11-point lead. Gary Harris picking up that foul. That nice trap here by Orlando. Fortunately enough for the Jazz that Kessler was able to get it to half court to Olenek. And now you have numbers. Well, that is actually the greatest example of why, like, Rick Pitino's experiment of trapping in the NBA about 30 years ago and why nobody ever traps in the NBA because you couldn't have done it better but the minute the ball's out of the trap with the amount of skill that's in this league if you let the whole floor be four on three you are dead 74-62 Jazz by 12 trying to break a three game losing streak top to Wagner right side Fultz left hand dribble attacking the rack lays it up and in beautiful move Markel Fultz he's really been playing well recently Fultz was originally drafted with the number one pick of the draft. Right side three by Markin is good. Well, it makes you wonder, what are they thinking slacking that far off of Markin? I not quite figured out what they're thinking on some of their schemes tonight. Harris three as the Jazz go under. Olenek goes in for the board. Jamal Mosley, the head coach of Orlando, good friends with Will Hardy. Oh, Olenek fakes the handoff, turns the corner. Goes all the way down Magic Mountain and through to the rim for a dunk. He had the fast pass at Disney for that one to the rim. Time out on the floor. Jazz by 15, 79, 64 with 9.07 left in the third. The NBA is nonstop. What's trending in the NBA? Kevin Durant, the understanding we have to this point is that it is a sprained ankle. He did not play last night. There will be an MRI today. Uh, but right now, it's just a ankle sprain. Uh, we just have to wait and see how he responds to treatment, and uh, we'll probably get some more imaging just to make sure we're, you know, everybody's on the same page. You know, the city's been waiting on this. It's a big day. Now we'll reschedule the party. Kevin Durant to be reevaluated in three weeks after spraining that ankle in warm-ups yesterday. That's big Western Conference news right there. That's your NBA now. Here's Mo Wagner of the Magic. He's their center playing for the injured Wendell Carter Jr. Spinning on Kessler. Tries to swing through on him. Does and finishes from five feet out. Magic without Wendell Carter Jr. are just not the same. They're 7-14 this year when he doesn't play. Jazz lead it by 13. He had a pretty good night against the Jazz the last time these two teams met, that's for sure. Jazz works second side. Horton Tucker penetrates, kicks to a Linick in the corner. He lobs it from the wing over the top of the basket to Kessler, who can't corral it and gets it knocked out of bounds from behind by the Magic. Kelly Olinick always with the most creative plays. He's unscoutable because you never know what he's going to do. Really? He never does the same thing twice. He's got six assists already. Inbound Kessler, hands back to Abaji, turns the corner with a left-hand dribble, gets to the top of the key, flares back to Kelly. Two on the clock, tough fadeaway on the right baseline, back-rimmed it. Rebound comes down to Harris. Outlet to Bancaro, the number one pick of the draft. Puts the right shoulder into the defender. Wagner slides through the lane for the dunk. Mo Wagner. Nah, 11-point jazz lead. 
Paulo's mom, Paulo Boncaro's mom, Rhonda Smith Boncaro, is in the arena tonight. Horton Tucker driving. We were talking about International Women's Day a moment ago. Horton Tucker short. Here's Fultz. Right hand drive. Kessler cuts him off. Hands it off to Franz Wagner. Right side three is good. Magic on a little run here. 79, 71, 740 left in the third. Jazz by eight. Magic have lost four of six after making what looked like a run to the play, and they now are three games out. Jazz have lost three in a row. Who's going to come out ahead tonight? Alinek, top to Abaji. Deep three straight away. Rip the cords. A pure three for Ojai Abaji. That is fourth one of the night, Ron. Yes, it's fourth one of the night. He had two in the first quarter. He's got two here in the third. Presented by Pure Sense. Pure, the possibility of scent. Kessler gets called for a foul on Ben Caro's drive. 82-71, Jazz up by 11. Powell goes to the line. Usually take Marketing out at the six. Minute mark somewhere in there. And they have not done the uh, right about now. 710 right now. Yeah, it would be it would come here in a second. He's usually the first substitution out. Simone came in for him. Walker for Will Hardy. Looking at the clock as he sits down on the bench. And Carroll makes both free throws. Jazz struggled when Lowry went out the first time tonight. Had a nice eight-point lead and then it was down to one by the end. Lowry's plus 13 tonight. Horton Tucker flares it left side to Abaji. Pass deflected. Abaji comes to get it. Drives the lane. Gives to Kessler. Abaji back with it. Tries to bounce it off. The dribble into the pocket. It's kicked by the Magic. Ochai playing aggressively right now. And I like to see that. I mean, this is, that's the way he's going to improve. And, and, and his confidence level is definitely growing. But I think it, there's another level to it. That's 14. It's the National Player of the Year at Kansas last year when they won the National Championship. Lowry on a curl, left-hand dribble in the lane. Fades back, kisses it off the window, pops out. Mo Wagner hands to his brother, Franz. Wouldn't that be cool to play with your brother in the NBA? I wonder if they live together. Top to Fultz. Pull up Jay. Good. Markel Fultz. Boy, that jump shot changed from the year when he came in the league. He had a period of time where he could not grip the ball with both hands. Couldn't get rid of it. Seven-point game. Horton Tucker right side of Baji. Back to Taylor. Wearing number zero in the spotlight yellow uniform. Takes the three off the bounce. Back rimmed it. Rebound Bancaro. Ball in the front court. Bright orange shoes. Black leggings. Black uniform. Leaves it behind for Fultz. Penetrates, flares to Wagner. Left side, Vancaro, not a three-point shooter anymore. Works the lane, step through, cut off by Markin. Back to Harris for three, rattles out, rebound Lowry. This is not a very good three-point shooting team. They've only taken 16 tonight. Jazz have taken 25. Markin, three off a pin down. Boom! My goodness, that's a tough look. Seven feet coming off a pin down straight away. Catch, quick release, three, and the Jazz are back up 10. And Lowry's got 24. And that was going to his left. Ben Carroll, crossover on a Linux, gets a step on him. Wild layup, no good. Rebound Harris. Offensive rebound, fires the three back up and in. Ron, you're, you question a little bit of us watching Ben Carroll. I gotta be honest, that play right there bothers me. 
Like he beat Kelly Olynyk by a mile and then never got off the ground for the layup and missed it. He tried to get crafty and come up on the, on the weak side. Olynyk tries to lob to Kessler and hits the rim. Eight point Jazz lead. Seven point Jazz lead. No, eight, eight point Jazz lead. Driving. Nope, seven point Jazz lead. Sorry, I got two scores in front of me. Went from one scoreboard to the other, and they've now both fixed themselves to 85-78. That was unfair. I just want to tell everyone that was totally unfair. 85-78 to score, five minutes left. My brain didn't, like, totally blip that much. It was that there were two different scoreboards in front of me at the time. And Franz Wagner's fouled. We'll go to the line. Here come those substitutions. A little different this time. Fontecchio is not going to be the one. It's going to be Rudy Gay and Damian Jones. So I wonder if they're doing something different with Lowry here. And plus, it doesn't look like Lowry's going to come out of the ball. Right. Interesting. Wagner's free throw is good. Utah Jazz play-by-play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. So this is, Ron is absolutely right. Jazz are changing their substitution patterns here. Lowry Marketing usually checks out about five minutes, six minutes into the first quarter, third quarters, and then plays the majority of the fourth. And the third, they're leaving him in the game right now. And Rudy Gay and Damian Jones have come in. So it's Horton Tucker with Abaji, Gay, Markinen, and Jones. Taylor is having a nice night with 16 points to the front court. Jazz lead it by five. They've led by as many as 15. Horton Tucker driving like a bulldozer through the lane. Puts his left shoulder into the defender. Kisses it off the glass and in. He can put his body in such awkward positions. Bolts to the basket. Fouled by Abaji. We were joking earlier, it is not a prerequisite for Taylor Horton Tucker to be able to be able to see the basket to shoot. He has proved this to be right tonight. Even that play there, his back was going toward the baseline and he just shoots it over his head and banks it off the glass. You can't call things like that luck if you're looking at the rim. The luck is when you throw it up and you don't know where it's going or, or where you are on the floor. Or anytime I make a shot. Or anytime you attempt a shot. Have, have you ever seen me attempt a shot? I have not. I'm... Worth noting. 87-80. 4.37 left in the third. Fultz at the line. We called the game where Markel Fultz literally could not hold a basketball with two hands and get the shot off. He was in Philadelphia at the time, and they he would give him the ball, he would pat it back and forth between his hands and then just push it up. Because I think at the time, if he held the ball with two hands, he couldn't get rid of it. Horton Tucker's pass gets deflected, it goes right back to him, so he attacks the rack and lays it up and in. Taylor's got 20 tonight. And the Jazz are up eight. Bolts driving, turns an ankle, falls to the ground. We're going to call this on Rudy Gay. And Rudy's hands are up in the air as well. Why me? Horton Tucker had 21 against the Dallas Mavericks. Fultz, by the way, his career is he goes to the line. Ron, you asked the question the other night. You're absolutely right. Tore his ACL along the way also. Missed 14 months. So he was the number one pick in the draft. And then somewhere in that summer, the official word was he got an impingement in his shoulder. And he couldn't shoot anymore. 
He ends up only playing 14 games that year and then 19 games the next year for Philadelphia. Before he, they finally just gave up on him and traded him to Orlando. He had a half decent first year with Orlando, but then he tears his ACL eight games into the season and misses 14 months. Don't forget, David, Danny Ames passed on him to take. Well, Danny Ames made one of the great trades of all time, trading the number one pick for the number three pick, getting Jason Tatum and the pick that became Jalen Brown. Abaji pops out left side, has airspace, shoots the three, rims it. Jazz lead is six, 89-83. Fontecchio in the game now. Marketing does go out. It is semi-normal. They just stretched it out another minute. Bencaro to the basket, gliding to the rim, and he scores it. Four-point Jazz lead. 89-85, 3.44 left in the third. Horton Tucker driving, shoves off with the left hand, throws up a wild one, hard off the rim. Ben Carroll rebounds, pushes ahead to Fultz. Fontecchio back, Fultz hangs in the air, gives to Anthony. One dribble to settle himself, fires and hits. Magicker within one on a 7-0 run. 89-88. Horton Tucker, directing traffic. Abaji tries to come free, can't. Horton Tucker still has it. Shot clock's at six, gives to Fontecchio. Fontecchio turns it over. Gliding to the front court to Anthony. No look to Bancaro, to the rim. Abaji rescinds it at the rim. Recovered by the Magic. Back to Fultz for three. And the Magic lead in 91-89. Markel Fultz for three. A remarkable block by Abaji on Boncaro, but it went back to the Magic, and Will Hardy needs a timeout as Orlando has suddenly regained control of this game on a Markel Fultz 3, 91-89, and a big smile for Markel Fultz, the number one Pick of the draft. He's got 21 tonight on seven of eight shooting to lead all Orlando scorers. Larry Markkinen has 24 for the Jazz. Ron, what's changed here? Well, substitution and plus, the, I think the Magic are a better team when they play fast. I don't think the half court is is is, is very good. They are the they 25th best team offensively in the half court. They are the ninth best team in the league in transition. I got numbers, you got eyes. Chris Dunn will check in for the Jazz. Johnny Juzang will as well. So the Jazz will have... This is the lineup that is like so stunning to me. Chris Dunn, Johnny Juzang, Simone Fontecchio, Rudy Gay, and Damian Jones. Other than Rudy Gay, none of these guys were in the rotation for an NBA team prior to the trade deadline. And yet the Jazz have been staying in games every night. Pretty impressive. Chris Dunn, pestered by Cole Anthony, and dribbles it out of bounds. Cole Anthony literally just picked up. Chris Dunn bothered him the whole length of court, and Dunn finally snapped, cracked, and dribbled it out of bounds. Here's Fultz right side. In the lane, elevates, lays it up and in. 23 for Markel Fultz. Magic by four. 
Chris Dunn right side. Rudy Gay in the post. Holding the left pivot foot. Puts the right shoulder to the defense. Kicks to the top to Fontecchio. Rotates to Dunn. Nice closeout by Suggs. Dunn off balance in the lane. Right hander, no. Fontecchio jam follow. Simone. Anthony driving. Comes up reverse side, wanting a whistle. Didn't get it. Dunn rebounds. Dunn. Big steps to the rack. Shot blocked. Offensive rebound. Jones back up and in. Jazz tied at 93. Fultz walks the dog with 1.38 to play. Then Carroll left side to Fultz. Got Chris Dunn on a mismatch. He wanted Chris Dunn. Dunn reaches in and knocks it away. That was weird. Like he had Johnny Juzang guarding him, and he brought Chris Dunn to him. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, Chris Dunn being a better defensive player. Fultz checks out. Bancaro checks out. Franz Wagner checks in. We're tied at 93 on another highly entertaining night with 129 to play. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Oh, Anthony with a terrible inbound pass across the whole basket. Gets knocked away in the backcourt. Simone Fontecchio picks it up, goes length of the floor, fouled, and he tries to elevate. Now sitting still. Don't know if he turned an ankle. He fell awkwardly. He's being helped up. Seems to be all right. No, he tried to elevate. He was going to elevate that, as you just mentioned. I don't know if he got, his foot got stepped on, but he just could not get up in the air. Is that Suggs? That... Suggs fouled him. Yeah, that is Suggs. And walking next to him to make sure he's all right. So Fontecchio goes to the line. Oh, what a fun quarter. Jazz led it 94-56, seemingly had run away from it, run away by 15. Then the Magic fought all the way back to take the lead. And then we got a close one coming here. Another clutch game, it looks like. Been laden with them all season long. It's been fun. Fontecchio, because as Will Hardy says, fun is underrated in the NBA. They have a Magic have a hard time getting it in. They barely do to Wagner. As Damian Jones guarded Cole Anthony and didn't let him get the inbound pass. Here is Anthony, not a true point guard. Wagner really is their playmaker here. Suggs is playing off the ball now. He never plays the ball in his hands. Left side, Wagner. Jazz defending well. Wagner, big step to the rack. Blocked from behind. Dunn picks it up. Dunn on the run. Leaves it for a trailing. Gay couldn't catch it. Rebound comes down to Anthony. Throws ahead. Goga lumbers after it. Tries to save it and turns it over. That's the ugliest stretch in two minutes of back-to-back -back basketball you'll see. Right side Jones. Kicks to Gay. Left side in the lane. To the rack. Rudy Gay. Okay, it continues. Wild rebound and Rudy Gay grabs. Suggs from behind. That'll be a transition take foul and a frustration by Gay. And once he takes his mask and puts it on top of his head. I don't know if he thought he was foul when he went to the basket. Because I, he, he tried to shoot a left-handed shot when it was definitely... An opportunity to shoot a, a, a make a layup. That was seriously. Yeah. Back forth, back forth. We were glitching in a big way right there. And Cole Anthony continues the glitches. Our buffering circle is still going on in this game. He just bricked a free throw on a technical free throw. He missed it about as badly as you can. 
All right, it's 95-93, 46 seconds left. I guess 88% free throw shooters can brick them every now and then as well. I'll tell you what, if this was your computer, you'd be calling the genius bar right now. 95-93. Here's Cole Anthony right side, Rudy Gay on the switch. Pull up Jay for the right wing, no good. Goga on the rebound and a foul by Damian Jones. And that'll send Batazzi to the line. seconds left. Jazz have taken a two-point lead. Jazz have gone to their bench right now with Fontecchio, Jones, Dunn, Jones, Gay, and Juzang. And Batazzi just airballed a free throw off the side of the glass, no rim. Well, he's 50%. Well, we're he's still only attempted two. We're still magic. buffering. We have not moved outside of buffer zone. And he makes this one and hit every ounce of the orange rim. 95-94. Chris Dunn left side. Anthony all over him. High pick from Jones. Dunn gets in the lane. Puts up the floater. Scores it. What did you say about the, the little... Did you have some comments to make about that shot? Yeah, it yeah, makes he's... being made about 46% in the league. Chris Dunn's made it at a very high level. Yeah, he has. 97-94, 10 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock is off. Jalen sucks at the top. Comes off of Tazi pick. Retreats back out for three. Good! 2.4 seconds left. Johnny Juzang holds it. Doesn't want to hurt his shooting percentage, so he doesn't take it. And we're tied at 97 gotta love the two-way player out of the G League even knows the league rules. Don't take the three-quarter court shot. It'll hurt your percentages. That one's been passed on for the generations to know. Tied at 97 as we head to the fourth. The Magic and the Jazz. The Jazz trying to break a three-game losing streak. The Magic have lost four of six trying to make a late run for the play-in in the East. We'll see who does it next on Jazz Basketball. Three, two, Right corner three. Wow! 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting at, and the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend Ron Boo. Offensive game between the Jazz and the Magic with both offenses playing well. It's tied at 97 as we head to the fourth. Johnny Juzang flares it out to Chris Dunn right side. Jazz with the basketball in the spotlight. Yellow uniforms tied at 97. Shot clock down to three. Juzang mid-range jumper pops out. Kelly Olenek offensive rebound back up and in. Jazz regain the lead. Six ties, eight lead changes tonight. Jazz led most of the way. Led by as many as 15. Wagner, Franz, 19 a game. Working, holds to the right, left pivot foot, kicks out to Cole Anthony, drives on the center, Jones, to the lane, misses the layup, Kazi offensive rebound. One power dribble, goes up, loses it out of bounds off of Linux. This is an interesting lineup the Magic have been playing the last few nights with Wendell Carter Jr. out, which is Bull, Bull, and Batazzi together. It has not worked well at all. In fact, the other night, Jamal Mosley pulled out of it and went to Boncaro as a center against... Milwaukee as Batazzi finishes here. Caught the jazz sleeping. You see Suggs immediately throws in, gets it back, gets it back to Batazzi, and he scores at the rim. We're tied at 99. Chris Dunn bounces it to Kelly Olenek. 
Alinek flashes to the middle, gets the ball knocked away by Anthony. Picked up by Anthony, he's on the ground. He throws it up court and Fontecchio steals it. Fontecchio attacks. Fontecchio with a block. He draws the blocking foul on Batazzi. That was an easy charge to take, and Batazzi just bailed out, honestly. Looks like the knee was coming his way. So That's what I'm said. saying. It was like Fontecchio's getting an offensive foul on that, no question. Fontecchio at the line. Kelly Olenek back in the game for the Jazz. So they have one start on the floor. Starters have been good tonight. Your Zion's bank starters. Taylor Horton Tucker has 20.7 assists. Abaji has 14 points, four threes. Markin in 24 points, five rebounds. Walker's got eight points, eight rebounds, three blocks. And Kelly Olenek has 10 points, four rebounds, and seven assists. So great night by your Zion's bank starters. Official bank of the Utah Jazz. Fontecchio gives the Jazz a few more bench points. He's leading the bench with 11. 101-99 is the score. Down low, Franz Wagner kicks the corner to Bull Bull. He catches it with one hand, throws a pass, and gets knocked away by Fontecchio. Drills a guy in the front row. Fontecchio gives him five, says, you all right? There was no beer in a hand, no spillage. Skip pass over the top to Bull Bull for three, no good. Batazzi with another offensive rebound goes up and gets fouled. And now the adventure begins. If this was in Salt Lake City, we'd be high, talking a high possibility of chicken. But you can't get chicken if your hometown guy misses both free throws. He is 230 pounds, but he plays like he's a very physical down there, and he's creating space. Let me, let me say something. If he's 230, and Bull Bull's two what? They got him. Li oh, they got Bull Bull listed at 220. Okay. I've seen more I, I, I've seen more accuracy on national news shows than I have that. Patazi misses both free throws. I'm telling you, Juzang gets the rebound, gets it knocked out of his hands by Suggs, who's relentless tonight, goes out of bounds off the magic. I mean seriously, the National Enquirer is more accurate than that. Something was wrong with that scale. But, I tell you, but he is very <laughs> physical, and he's creating space in order to get offensive rebound. Jazz by two. Chris Dunn, high pick and roll in the Linux. Angle right. Flashes to the middle of the lane. Flares out to Simone. Mid-range hopper up, up and in. I anticipated that was hitting the back of the rim. From our angle, it sure looked like it, but it went right down. Nice job, Simone. He's got himself 14 points tonight on four of five shooting. Batazzi. To Suggs. Suggs rocks the baby between the legs. Steps back for a long two. Misses. Rebound done. Then Suggs chaps his chest. Points in the air. Says, that was bad defense by me. While Markinen slips behind him for a fast break with a Jazz overthrow. Left side, Suggs. Bump fakes. Gives it back to Wagner for three. Good. Lowry never got back defensively. 103-102. Jazz by one. 9.30 to play. Magic have lost four of six. Trying to hang on in the play-in battle. Fontecchio, right side three, no good. Jazz have lost three in a row on this trip. Pass by Bull Bull off the back of Anthony. Luckily catches the last second. Flares up top to Suggs. Catch and shoot three, no good. Not a good shooter. Problematic how bad a shooter he is, actually, for the Magic's future. Dunn, crossover. In the lane. Suggs goes down. Dunn lays it up and in. I think Suggs may have turned his ankle. He grabbed it. 
You know, it's a really similar career arc right now, by the way. Fifth pick of the NBA draft, Chris Dunn, and fifth pick of the draft, Jalen Suggs. 105-102. Jazz by three. Here's Anthony driving on Markin. Flares it out to Wagner. Reaches his left hand out. Catches. Fires the three. No good. Rebound goes out of bounds. That may have been his worst release he's had tonight. Well, he got hit by Chris Dunn, unquestionably, and Fennessy Ransom just buried the whistle. What time is Disney World open to? 11? Because, like, these guys are not blowing any whistles right now. I was wondering if they had tickets. Like, there are no fouls being called right now. 8.36 left. No, I don't mind it, by the way. Magic have committed 12 fouls. Jazz, 21. Chris Dunn, high pick and roll off Walker Kessler. Jazz. Chris Dunn is left wide open by Cole Anthony, and Dunn walks in the middle of the lane and floats it up and in. I don't know if he thought Bobo was going to be a little closer. That was super strange. 107-102. Jazz have stretched it to five. Chris Dunn's got four. Here's Franz Wagner. Averages 19 a game. Dunn reaches around, steals it. And then Wagner grabs him around the chest. That's going to... This is going to be a really interesting call because Wagner grabs him around the chest so that Dunn can't go get the ball. So can it be a clear path foul if Dunn doesn't have the ball yet? Well, you can see Tony Brothers and the officials are having a conversation there at center court about that very thing, probably. So Dunn reaches in, knocks the ball away. When Dunn reached in, the ball then goes about five to eight feet behind them. As they start toward it, Wagner just grabs Dunn around the middle of the chest to prevent him from going to get the ball, but Dunn's never gained control of the ball at that point. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know the rule here. Well, he was actually grabbing and then pushing him as well. So I'm about to alert loose ball foul. And yeah, I don't think you can have, my instinct is you cannot have a you can't have a breakaway foul unless you have the ball. But Chris Dunn makes a great defensive play right there. Knocks it away for the steal. His second of the game. Jazz have six steals tonight. Fontecchio has three of them. So it's Dunn with Fontecchio. Marketing Olenek. And Kessler. Lowry's playing around with either his right or left wrist a little bit, by the way, off the ball. Left wing, Olenek pops out. Dunn comes to get it. No one's quite sure what the play is. Dunn comes off a Kessler pick, crosses over, gets in the lane, passes down low to Walker, rotates out to Fontecchio. 4-3. Pow! Timeout. He's having a night. Jamal Mosley and Simone Fontecchio's got himself 17. One point behind the season high. Jazz by eight with 7.47 left here in the fourth in Orlando. Three, two, one. Your Utah Jazz game summary. Back to Fontecchio. Left-hand drive to the rim. He soars with two hands and hammers. Rebound. Outlet to Horton Tucker. Lob to Abaji. Slam dunk. Here's Van Carroll driving on Kessler and swatted. Rookie on rookie crime. Been a fun night tonight. That's your game summary brought to you by America First, the official credit union of the Utah Jazz, exclusive Jazz Visa debit card 
Perfect way to pay to show your team spirit with every dip, tap, or swipe. Get yours today only at AmericaFirst.com. AmericaFirst.com. Jazz have lost three in a row looking to get off the losing streak. The Magic have lost four of six to slip out of the Eastern Conference playing race. They come out of the timeout. Suggs turns it over on a bad lob into Bancaro. 110-102. Marking it. High pick from Kessler with a low right-hand dribble. Kicks to the corner to Dunn. Spins in the baseline. Back out to Lowry. 4-3. No good. Wait a second. Ball hits the rim. Goes up over the glass. Hits the shot clock. Comes back over the glass and in, which I've never seen before. Would win a horse, but is not legal as a shot in the NBA. I've never seen that. Yeah, it might happen. Fourth game. Yeah. But does not count. Here's Ben Carroll. Pick and roll off the elbow. Spins on Kessler. Hands it off to Batazzi. Batazzi gives it back to Ben Carroll. Drives and gets fouled. I'm super curious to watch Paulo Bencaro next year because I don't know if he's lost his legs during the season, Ron, but, like, when I watched him early in the year, there was, like, an explosion to him and a little bit of lift, and he cannot get off the ground tonight. He's he's driving on that, spinning, and he can't get up high enough to get the shot off. You agree with me? I, I totally agree. And, and, like I said, I'd like to see what he's like next year as well. I mean, this, this is a guy that... I think they were hoping to be the face of this franchise. Since January 1st, he's shooting 39% from the field and is 6 of 50 from 3. I mean, those numbers would say that his legs are gone. I don't think he's had a a field goal since the first, second quarter. I think everything's meant from the free throw line so far. He makes makes that free throw. He's got 14. He's 4 of 12 shooting that. 110-103. He's going to win rookie of the year because that was decided like three months ago. Seven-point Jazz advantage. Dunn top to Olenek. Back to Dunn. Working the top. Eight on the shot clock. Veers left. Calmly in the lane. Gets his shot blocked, but a whistle first and a foul. Fultz picks up the foul. Fultz, Suggs, Harris, Batazzi, and Bunker are on the floor together. We should see Franz Wagner again at some point here. And I would think you'd see Mo Wagner at some point soon. Like really soon. Free throw by Dunn is good. Jazz back up by eight. Now Franz Wagner averages 33 minutes of ball game. I'm surprised as you are. That he's already played 32, so maybe... 112-103. Jazz by nine. Fultz behind for Harris. Driving. Back out to Fultz. He'll take the three, which is not his forte. He'll hit it up the back rim. No good. Long rebound out to Ben Carroll. And he throws it off the hands of Markin and out of bounds. Magic ball. 11 seconds on the shot clock. 6.28 to play. Jazz by nine. They just lost to Milwaukee. They didn't look good in that game. We watched on the plane. They didn't right. And inbound to Harris gets knocked out of bounds by Olenek. Magic started the year really, really poorly. Largely because they just had no players. They had a bunch of injuries. Their point guards were hurt. Like, pretty understandable. Then they got relatively hot. 
and won a lot of important games, played above 500 ball for a long stretch of time. It was really a little bit after Markel Fultz finally got going, but Carroll for three and he hits. They won five, six in a row right after Markel Fultz came back. But this time last year, 16 and 50, they've made a little progress. Chris Dunn, hard drive to the rack, goes to Dunk, blocked by Batazzi, rolls out to Fontecchio, marking and penetrates, he's going to the rim, hanging, scores it, boy, that's incredible. Lowry drives, hard, low right hand, stops on the left foot, the defenders go by, he's able to hold himself and put it up the glass, the core strength, just remarkable on that. 114-106, here's Ben Carroll, crossing over Linux, goes behind his back, nifty move. Goes nowhere with it, though. Back out to Suggs. Penetrates. Drives into Linux. Kicks to the right corner. Bancaro for three. Two in a row. Paulo Bancaro. Six of his last 50 for three coming in. He hits his last two in a row. He's got 20. 114-109. We're heading toward the clutch with 5.27 to play. Linux top to Dunn. Fires the three. No good. Rebound Bancaro. He's energized, bounces ahead to Fultz. Fultz crosses over, chest to Batazzi, left side Harris, bobbles, resets, shoots, hits. 114, 112, 5.08 to play. Will takes a timeout. The game's been a bit of a roller coaster. Sorry, couldn't help it. Going back and forth tonight. Had some moments where we ended up in the water pool at the bottom. And now we've got an exciting finish for you next. 114, 112-508 left in the fourth. Win or lose, it's an Arby's night tonight. Jazz have scored 114 points. They lead it 114 to 112. Whenever the Jazz score 111 or more points, Jazz app users score a free Arby's roast beef sandwich. Do it tomorrow in the Jazz app. All right, five minutes to play. A little clutch time for the Utah Jazz and the Orlando Magic. As the Jazz lead at 114 to 112, they come out with Chris Dunn, Taylor Horton Tucker, Ochai Abaji, Lowry Markinen, and Walker Kessler. It looks like the shot clock, not the shot clock, the game clock. Didn't start. Okay, we'll reset it. Magic in the clutch this year are 14 and 20. That's not good. With a differential of minus 15. That's the fourth worst in the NBA. Horton Tucker. Right side to Dunn. And we have a whistle and an illegal defense called? Free throw. Wow. Did not see that. No one's really complaining, but didn't see it. Jazz have played six clutch games since the trade deadline. When they traded Mike Conley, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And the Jazz are 3-3 three and three in those clutch games. Lowry Markinen's taken 11 shots. Jordan Clarkson's not available. He's taken 10. Taylor Norton Tucker's taken 9. Ochai Abaji's taken 6. Tucker's 1 of 9 in those shots. He takes a 3 right now in the clutch and buries it. Take that, numbers! I'm bearing a three right side to put the Jazz up by six, 118, 112. Taylor Horton Tucker having a night, 23. Harris gives to Fultz, crosses over on Kessler, spins back to left hand, down low to Batazzi, back out to Fultz for three, rattles out, rebound done. 428 to play. 
Markinen on the run. Markinen fires the three, no good. Rebound, Bancaro. Bancaro hit back-to-back -back threes a moment ago to bring the Magic back. They're down six here. Got Kessler backpedaling to the rack, puts it up high up the glass. Fultz flies in for the dunk. There it was again, by the way. He just can't elevate right now. His legs must be done. Six of 15 shooting. 118-114. Horton Tucker. Hands to Markin. Bumping and backing up Fultz. Kicks to Dunn. Eight on the clock. Chris works right side. Jets into the lane. Spins back on a drop step off the window and in. Pretty move by Chris Dunn. He has game. He definitely has game. And what I really like about him, Davey, is a rebounding guard. Fultz. Top Bancaro, left wing the veteran Harris. Bounces into Bancaro, drop steps himself. Can't get the shot off because Kessler comes out. They rotate to Suggs for three, no good. Tipped around, Bancaro back up and in off of a Tazi tip. 120, 116, 320 to play. Gordon Tucker veers out to the right side. Kessler, marketing trying to get it, can't. Gordon Tucker still has it, eight on the clock. Works into the post. Powers into the block. They double team. It's loose. Sucks with a steal. Big Carroll to the front court. Goes behind his back. Falls to the ground. Fultz picks it up. Gets knocked to the ground and a foul. Big Carroll tripped over himself. Fultz tripped over Dunn. That's a foul on Dunn. 120-116 Utah. 2.58 to play here in the fourth. Still not free throw. Franz Wagner finally checks back in with 2.58 left here in the fourth. Seems late. And now they go to Bancaro as the center. This lineup has been awful this year. They've done it very rarely. But we looked it up on the plane because they did it the other night. It has not worked. I think it's a great idea and I think it's their future. But in the early going in the first year, it has not worked yet. But Bancaro as a center becomes an incredibly interesting offensive player because what they will do now is they will play with Bancaro with the ball and they will play inverted 5-1 pick and rolls and you have to switch Chris Dunn onto Bancaro if you're switching. And you also have to switch Kessler. Here it is, well. Bancaro off a of Fultz pick. So now Kessler's guarding Bancaro because they had Kessler on Fultz. Good move by Hardy. Driving by Wagner, marking and knocks it away. All right, this is really interesting what's happening. I got to give you play-by-play. -play. But because the Jazz knew that they were going to a 5-1 pick-and-roll, they had Kessler guard Fultz, so he ends up switched on Bancaro, which is the matchup they wanted. That's great coaching by Will Hardy right there. Seven seconds on the shot clock, 120-116, 2.46 to play. Jazz by force. Suggs will inbound to the left of the basket. Cross the lane, inbound to Wagner. His layup is good with a right hand. Two-point game, 2.40 to play. Horton Tucker has got 23 in the meter running. Two-man game, open side on the left side with Markinen. Horton Tucker terminates, gives to Markinen. Drives hard with the right side, comes back to the left, misses. Bancaro blocks it, Kessler gets it back. Kessler jams it. Bancaro pushes ahead. Right side, Harris, back up to Suggs, not a good shooter. Gives it up to Fultz. Not a three-point shooter. He wants to work in the lane. He'll pull from 18. He'll miss it. Rebound high up. Double jump by the Magic. They miss time and Abaji has it. He pushes to the front court. Two minutes to play. Gordon Tucker slows it down. 
Jazz three and three in the clutch since the trade deadline. Here's Horton Tucker and a defensive foul and a push by Harris. And the Jazz team foul number four on the Magic. That dunk by Walker Kessler a moment ago. A Ford slam dunk. That's $50 to the Utah Food Bank. Courtesy of Ford. Built Ford Brown. Jazz have it. Shot clock at 10. Done at the top. Veers out to the left. Works back in the middle lane for his little floater. It sits on the cup and it falls in. Chris Dunn with 12 points. Jazz by six, 140 to play. Ten of those coming in the fourth quarter. Suggs on the far right side. Free throw line extended. Kessler defending. Suggs drives. Big steps to the rack. Mia lays it up and in. Jazz have put Walker Kessler out on an island on guards on purpose tonight to let him see what he can do. Well, that was just a great move there by Suggs. Took away the space. 124-120. And off the ball, jousting between Markinen and Franz Wagner. Markinen trying to get the set of pick. Can't get there. Tony Brothers calls Markinen for an offensive foul. Now that could turn out to be a big possession there. Well, Bucket there could have won it. Bucket there could have won it. And plus, you're eating up more time there on the clock. You got 115 left in the ballgame. That was awfully early in the clock. Where do they go? Need a stop. They have not been good in the clutch this year of the Magic. Suggs will take a three. Right side, bricked it. Long rebound off of Baji out of bounds. Suggs in the clutch this year is now 5 of 18 shooting. Wagner is their main guy. He's taken 55 shots. Boncaro has taken 44. Both of them shooting at 40% or below. We got Suggs. I mean, done. And here's, look, look where Kessler is defending him. I don't know if this is by design. He's got to go the other. Inbound to the far side to Bancaro. Kessler switches. Bancaro thinks about a step back three, doesn't take it. Gives it up to Fultz. Fultz driving. Back to Bancaro for a three on the right side. Nailed it. Paulo Bancaro with his third three of the game. 124-123. Jazz by one. 50 seconds to play. Dunn on the right side, Mosley across half court, parking off signals. Dunn gives to Markin, and he attacks, big steps in the lane, kicks to Abaji for three, no good. Offensive rebound, Kessler back up and in, plus the foul. Walker, Ross, Kessler. Big rebound. The second big rebound of the clutch. The spacing was definitely there and with his height and his jumping ability. And don't forget the drills they put him through, David. In traffic, the arms all over him. Being able to take the contact. And he finished it. 12 Thank points, 10 rebounds, plus three blocks early for Walker. Now, this could be a big rebound here. I mean, big free throw. Jazz by three, 35.3 seconds left. Fun little strategy thing about the NBA here is whether or not the Magic should play two for one down three. The answer is yes. They should score as quickly as possible and make sure they get an extra possession. They actually kind of have to. Here's Kessler. Big free throw. Got it. Jazz by four. 127-123. 
And the Jazz timeout by Orlando with the Jazz now up four. And Walker Kessler run dominating the glass here in the clutch has saved the Jazz. He's definitely picked up four points here. Well, five points here in the fourth quarter. He and Chris Dunn have done the damage here late. The way the standings sit, Orlando is four games out of the play, and a loss tonight really gets to be catastrophic for them. For the Jazz, they're a game out of New Orleans. We got a nice win last night against Dallas. And a game out of the Lakers, a win tonight, and the Jazz would move to ahead of Portland and ahead of Oklahoma City in the play-in. And just a half game out. Neither Portland nor Oklahoma City play tonight. And the Jazz, will, if they win 32 and 35, the Lakers at, at 32 and 34. And who do they play tonight? Lakers do not play tonight. They play Toronto tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Minus Van Heep, you think? Yeah. <laughs> the comments that was something, huh? Oh, boy. 127-123. Markel Fultz inbounds it to Wagner. Left side, Boncaro. Drives the lane to the rack. He's fouled on a trip by Dunn. He's out now, was he on the floor and not shooting? No, team foul five anyway. Oh, yeah. That's right. So Bancaro will go to the line. Neither team has a review left. Jazz have two timeouts. The Magic have one. Well, you saw the strategy. They wanted to attack early and quick. Now they're in a position where they can get two of the last three shots. Well, they've got a foul. No matter what happens. Well, maybe they don't. No, they if he don't. makes both free throws, they don't. No. And they went quick enough. There's an eight-second differential. You're absolutely right, Rob. Here's Bancaro at the line. Clutch free throws this year, no good. For Paulo at the free throw line this year in the clutch, 32 of 38. 75% free throw shooter. By the way, that three he made a moment ago is only the second clutch three he's made all year, two for seven. The three-point shooting in the Magic in the clutch this year has been miserable. He misses this. He cannot give up an offensive group. He makes it. Three-point game. Inbound to Dunn. Trapped lightly in the corner. Now they release. Dunn flares it across the Horton Tucker. It was just about over and back. My goodness. Careless. 127-124. Shot clock's at 10. Game clock's at 18. Horton Tucker off a Kessler pick right side. Bringing it back to Markin and he catches. Hard drive, right hand floater up yeah. and in. Lowry Markinen, the finisher has put the final stamp on the magic tonight. 129-124 Utah with 11 seconds to play. He is, he actually reminds me, this is a weird comparison. When Steve Nash was at his greatest, when Steve Nash, I remember interviewing Steve Nash and he said to me, I'm never off balance anymore. His core strength had gotten so strong that he felt as though he was no matter what position he started in, he could always get himself on balance. Lowry reminds me of that. We're seeing these drives to the basket. He's down. He's hunched. He puts the foot down. 
And by the time everybody else settles himself, he's into shooting position, score, set, and putting up the shot. He's never, by the time it's time to take the shot off, he's never off balance. I'll have to keep an eye on that, David. There's been twice tonight. We'll find him on the plane. I don't want to agree with you without... No, I agree with you. You should not. Blatant retweets of my comments are not a good idea. (laughs) Not your University of Utah next opponent. Brought to you by University of Utah Health. Get the same care the Utah Jazz do with your the same care the Utah Jazz trust. Visit uofuhealth.org. Jazz will be in Charlotte, who beat Detroit tonight. 127-124, up by five inbound to Wagner. They got to shoot a three. He does. It's no good. Kessler tapped the rebound to Dunn, and the Jazz have won tonight. And Lowry will go the other way and dunk it. Crowd didn't like that much, but... Lowry dunks it. Is that to go over 30 or is that 29? That's 31. 31 for Lowry. And the Jazz win it 131-127. I'm pretty certain the Jazz were not favored by five. Or that would be quite the dunk. And I don't think the over-under was in jeopardy either. So I think we're good. 131-124, the Jazz win it. We'll get our post-game interview here in a second. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Sales, service, and selection at LHMauto.com. Simone Fontecchio will be joining us. What a night he had, 17 points. Be really interesting to hear his point of view. Simone, can you hear me? Yep. Thank you very much for taking the time. It's our pleasure to have you on the post-game show. I think this might be our first one all year, so thank you very much. Yeah, probably first, second time. Thank you very much. Uh, 17 points tonight. How did it feel out there? Uh, it felt good. Definitely felt good. I'm always happy when I'm able to, to have my team, and uh, it was a good, day, good game today. You have been a, such a good shooter your whole career, uh, such a good shooter. We watch it all the time in practice, and you went through that kind of bad stretch what was that like for you, and how have you been able to get out of it? I mean, it can happen. Like, uh, all the good shooters are, uh, have this kind of stretch sometimes when they when they can throw it in the ocean. But, you know, you just got to be confident. You got to keep working. That's uh, one thing that I always kept doing all my life, all my career. So it's not easy to, to keep that confidence, but you got to have that if you want to play in the NBA. You uh, wanted to be in the NBA this year. When we met you at the start of the year, you said there's always the dream. Yeah. How has it been? It's been fun, <laughs> up and downs, of course. Like uh, I think every every season uh, you go through up and downs, but you just gotta keep keep working, keep staying there, keep hanging there, and uh, it's been fun so far. It's been about 14 games where you're playing regularly. Do you feel more and more comfortable each night? Oh yeah, of course. Like the more you stay on the court, the more you feel confident, the more the better you feel on the court. Uh, it's all about getting you know the opportunity and. Uh, to be ready when uh, when it happens. What has been your biggest surprise so far this year? Surprise? Uh, I don't know. Like uh, it's, it's a tough league. It's full of uh, talent, full of athletes. Like uh, you gotta be you gotta be locked in every single night because it's a it's a tough league. Everybody can play. Everybody's tough to guard to to play against. So yeah, I think that's it. Well, you guys showed great perseverance and resiliency again tonight. You have all season long. Where do you think that comes from in this group? Uh, I think we just try to stay together. We, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of changes after the trade deadline, but we 
we just gotta stay together. That's what we say all to each other every time, and uh, we know we know we're good, so we keep doing what we're doing, and uh, the results will show, show off. By the way, this is no big deal to you, but as a single language speaker, I'm wildly impressed by your ability to just bounce from one language to the other. <laughs> Thank you very so much. You don't have Leo around anymore to be talking. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to Juan sometimes in Spanish, so okay. I'll, I'll keep it practicing. Well, it's not a big deal for you. You've been doing it for a while, but it's wildly impressive to have you do this interview in a second language. Thank you very Thank much you. for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. We always forget, I think, yeah. that like, we're asking these guys to go do a post-game interview. And, hey, by the way, could you do it in a non-natural language? Um, I'm always so impressed by these guys. Uh, so Simone Fontecchio with a fabulous game. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.